guys, thanks for tuning in. This is IED Sports. I'm your host here, Bob. We're here today with Alex. Hello, Bob. Great to be back. I'm here showing off one of our new yellow IED Sports fantasy shirts, and we have a great uh, announcement. All 12 spots in our fantasy football league, they're all taken. So we are ready and set to go. We're going to have a special episode, talk about our special rules that we're going to put into effect and what you guys all need to do for your fantasy football leagues going into this year. But it is MLS time. It is soccer time. We're so glad to be here. We're going to predict week 21 and recap week 20 real quick. It's going to be one of our shorter episodes. We had a lot of content coming out in the near future. We got Shark Week specials, fantasy stuff coming up. We're doing Q&A. Really, really, really cool. Um, and we're going to stream live one of our one of our next couple shows. So it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. But first, week 20, very eventful week. And let's start out w- w- with the cream of the crop, LAFC against LA Galaxy. Alex, what do we have here? Wow, what a game. Uh, this, this weekend, this past weekend, we had some heavy-hitting matchups. Uh, it was the weekend to watch MLS. Highlighted by this game, the Battle of LA, the El Trafico, El Clasico, whatever you want to call it. Zlatan versus Vela, the media building up the game all week, really trying to fire up Zlatan, ask him, you know, who's, why is Vela better than you? Why is he the MVP? Zlatan responded to the media saying he's not better. And what happened at game time? Zlatan showed up. Zlatan oh, you... being Zlatan is all I could say in this game. LA Galaxy with a big 3-2 win. Uh, this was like, it felt like an MLS Cup final, the buzz, the crowd. A lot of LAFC fans making the journey into the into LA Galaxy Stadium. Didn't matter. Uh, two of the better players in MLS head to head. Both showed up and you know were great. Because Zlatan was that much if better. This is how Zlatan plays when he's angry, and and we've heard him say he likes playing angry. He's better when he's angry. I, LAFC just came out with the cattle prod this week, answering those Vela questions. No star of his caliber wants to answer questions about an MLS guy in his prime, and that's what he said. He said, "No, I'm gonna, I'm, no chance." He came out there. It's of course not without controversy. Um, a couple fouls by Zlatan. Um, <laughs> he scored a hat trick, so not much else really mattered. Um, the away team won, which is always uh, um, interesting. I think actually two of the big games the portland seattle game also um the away team scored so yeah they won and then portland won the two away teams on the two major stages of course the seattle portland game was sunday night we had to stay up a little later to watch it i made some money on some of our picks but i was just a little greedy and i'm like you know what portland seattle i'm gonna put a couple extra bucks on portland and i fell asleep before the game was over but i rewatched it and i was very happy the next morning to see my my fan duel account Got a little fatter. Let's talk a little bit about Seattle against Portland, Alex. Again, big rivalry MLS. Going back to the old NASL days of the 70s. Seattle had 50,000 at home. Portland had travels well. Brian Fernandez stepping up. Big time scoring goals. Uh, very physical game. A lot of fouls. After the game, when the whistle was done, a lot of pushing and shoving. Steve Clark, the Portland goalie, was, was, was fantastic. Made some big time saves. Involved in a lot of tippy play. Rui Diaz scoring for Seattle. You know, Seattle's very good. Jordan Morris is active. But in this game, Portland, you know, they hit him on the counter. They, they parked the bus. They defended well. They won the game. 2-1. Absolutely. Now, one of the games that we said was going to be not a great game, we were probably right. Uh, Vancouver losing 3-1 to to their visitor, San Jose. The only thing I wrote on the document is Vaco time. I mean, how good has this player been? We, we, I mispronounced his name 100 times. Um... Because I, I can't pronounce it, but he said, call us Vaco, and we said, okay, 
no problem. We'll call you Vaco. Um, just keep scoring goals. And he put on another show this week in San Jose. Um, anything to add about that squad, the the Quakes? These guys continue to win. To me, if you're betting, I take San Jose every week till further notice. They're not dropping points. Vaco has five goals in six games. And Rwando scores, adds on to it. You know, they're going to win games. So Vancouver is the last in, in the West. You know, for good reason they can't take the score they can't defend well not we, consistent we were talking about it just amongst ourselves all outside the podcast and we we're just saying like san jose they've just had the right guy step up at the right time wando starts to get a little cold again vaco steps up um vaco when he missed those games wando puts on a show four goals now it's back to vaco time it's just been really really good um consistency that's what you need you need a leader to step up now this san jose team doesn't maybe they don't have the all-stars but they're gonna put a streak together here alex um and you said until further notice we are taking san jose until for, you know unless it's at lafc or something like that i'm taking san jose every week until further notice they are just they're just winning games and scoring goals i mean they stayed on the west notice. coast but they did travel san jose to vancouver last week to take that win um talk about traveling to take a win atlanta goes back to atlanta and closes out. They shut out DC United 2-0. Anything you want to talk about about this game, Alex? Well, Wayne Rooney mysteriously had a, uh, I think a groin injury or something, missed the game, so took a little buzz off this. Atlanta needed a big game. This was the coming out party we all been waiting for, the highest paid acquisition MLS. Titi Martinez, he didn't start. Finally. But when he came into the game, I mean, Atlanta had 71% possession this game. They couldn't score. Bill Hamid was standing on his head. And Joseph Martinez was getting frustrated. He missed a penalty kick. Joseph Martinez with this stupid stutter step. We'll talk about that another time. But this is the <laughs> sky. This is the PC Martinez show. I mean, this is the coming out part. where everyone's been waiting for. He came on. The game changed. Great header to take the lead, one nothing. Then a, a great pass to lead Joseph Martinez for for a goal to make it two nothing. Uh, you know, this if this if this is how it's going to be with Atlanta with PC Martinez and Joseph Martinez now getting Barco back coming back from an injury absolutely looks like they're starting to hit, looks like they're starting they're to hit clicking on at the right time clicking at the right time for sure now if you guys go back and watch one of the like episode one two or three of us this season the the hype around PC Martinez could not have been any higher and he could not have been any more disappointing for the first twenty games of the season. There's some games left and he looks like he's getting hot at the right time. I don't know what it is. But he's stepping up, um, and we'll see. We do have time, actually, Alex, to talk about the stutter step if you want to go over that now. Um, Joseph Martinez goes to take a penalty, and he tries, like, to do the, I don't even, it's like the crab walk. He, like, takes a step, stops, takes a step, stops, and then he just skies the ball. To me, he's too good of a player we do on this. Now, listen, you start in the Women's World Cup with the VAR. The goalie's not allowed to leave early. But somehow the offensive player can do the stutter step, kind of start, go forward kind of thing. This, to me, someone's got to look at. This This, this isn't right. They just should just bring the back ball. the breakaway shootout. I mean, just put, <laughs> the ball on the, put the ball on the dot, take a few steps back, run up and nail it. I mean, this this, this stutter step thing, I don't get it. All right. Yeah, and, and I mean, he, he did not miss by a little, Alex. He no, that went, into, that went into like the 10th row. Somebody, somebody dropped the beer on that one for sure. That was, that was somebody in the test right in the 10th row, you could tell. That ball may actually still be in the air. Who knows? Um, Atlanta it doesn't ends up not mattering. They take the game easily 2-0. Last game we want to talk about did not come easily. Orlando hosting Red Bull. And we picked Red Bull. We said it was going to happen. They went up 1-0 early, had a couple injuries, the rest of the game didn't really go their way. From the second half on, they parked the bus. And when we say parked the bus, 
I mean, it was brutal. They were letting Orlando just take shots. They were blocking shots, relied a little too heavily on Robles, who did not look bad. He looked good. He's he, we, we already said he's looked a little tired. He's, he's shown his age a little bit, but he looked a sharp in this game. The defense for me was good in that they didn't let up a goal, but for me, Alex, they were in recovery mode. They weren't being aggressive and taking the steps and clearing the ball. They were letting emergencies happen and then putting out the fire. Is that what you saw too, Alex? Uh, especially in the second half. Uh, Orlando had 62% possession. First half, Red Bull had some good offensive chances. Uh, you know, Brian White scoring a big goal. Again, the Red Bull system. Press, turn the ball over, run into open spaces, have the midfield hit you. Kaku with a great pass. Brian White, one-on-one with the goal. He puts it in, one nothing. But in the second half... Classic comes in in 60th minute. Bradley Wright Phillips comes in for Kaku. The game totally changes. It's all Orlando was pressuring. Rebel couldn't get the ball past midfield. And in fairness, uh, Orlando- you said they had 62% possession. Now, if you watch the game, you're not going to say, oh, they had 62. You're going to say, how the heck did Red Bull have 38% possession there? It seemed like it was 95% possession. Uh, yeah. But the little firemen put out the little fires. Uh, and Orlando, by a stroke of uh, luck, maybe, doesn't end up putting one in the net, and Red Bull takes game 1-0. Yeah, they hit three posts. I mean, sometimes that happens, and it didn't go in. Uh, I like that. And Marilla was very good in this game. We've been critical on him. He was very good defensively. Uh, even when he jumped up to help the offense, he came back uh, defensively, covering his uh, side very well. Uh, for, it, was one of her better, it was one of his better games for a Red Bull. I have a hot take here for you, Alex. Sure. Three posts in one game. Yes. That is not luck. There is a reason those balls did not go in that net. And it's killing me that I can't yell at every single person on the Red Bull discussion group (laughs) or on the theme pages. It's not luck. There's a reason those balls didn't go in the net. It may be a three-inch reason. It might be down to a millimeter on the wrong part of the foot, but that ball did not go in for a reason. You know what that reason is? The shooter didn't put it on net. They, they literally put it on the frame, and that's not good enough. So when I hear people saying, oh, we should have lost, oh, that ball should have gone in, no. That ball followed predetermined laws of physics on this planet Earth and hit the post. I Orlando didn't, didn't I don't, that's the bottom line. Orlando didn't have bad chances to finish. Like, Robles made some great saves that should have been goals. I mean, you could argue that they could have won the game based on that alone. But three posts, they finished. You have to finish. You have to put the ball in the back I of the net. I don't want to hear about how a post should have gone in ever again. I know you. There's, There's a reason to hit the post. It, it, you were the, inaccurate the, in your shot. Well, the field was slick. The ball bounces different. You're going to hear all these kind of excuses. The bottom line is the ball did not go in the net. Rebels get a big three points. In the that's team. exactly it. That's we're on the same point. page here. Because in soccer, it doesn't matter how many shots, what the what, how how much possession you have, or it yeah, just matters when the ball goes in the net. The ball's got to pass that little white line, and if that does not happen, nothing else, literally nothing else on the field matters. Bob, I agree with you, but the problem, a lot of problem, look at this, the optics of this game. Oh, Red it was Bull. it was awful. Red Bull is in a Red lot Bull of trouble. The Red Bull did not look good in the second half. Yes. Orlando is it, is it exactly an MLS Cup contender, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, Red Bull cannot play sure. like that going forward if they want to make any kind of noise in the playoffs. Let's get that you know, right out in the open. You know who else is not an MLS Cup contender? I'd like to know, Bob. Please tell me. Uh, just guess. like, like just, just humor me and guess. The Columbus Crew. The Columbus Crew. See, I'm taking this right on to the next section. My lock of the week, Red Bull. 
as bad as they looked in that second half, they're going to take the Columbus crew very easily. Columbus crew in the last 17 games is 2, 2, and 13. That is what I call gross, Sir Alex. <laughs> That's really, really bad. They're playing in Red Bull Arena. Me and you will both be there. Easy win for Red Bull, and I'm calling it right now some Brian White magic. Brian White magic. Uh, Columbus, you know... I know they've been making some moves, but I think it's a little too little too late. I mean, they're still relying on Jesse Zardes. And, you know, that's uh, all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That, you know, coming on the road, Rebel again. This is, you look on the schedule. This is a three points you cannot drop. I'm expecting Rebels to win this game. We talk a little bit about how when players come off of a good performance for the national team, they kind of get that little surge, kind of get a little extra step and another gear. I think for Zardes, it's been the exact same thing, except the opposite. He was terrible for the U.S. men's team, and he's come back and not looked the part. No, and the show, you know, Columbus's record shows. I mean, Caleb Porter, uh, I know he, he did great when he was a coach at Portland, but, you know, he has different players there. And, you know, the Burr Alter system's gone. He had to bring his system in. Robin has all his players that he wants. He lost Iguain, which is a huge loss. Can't replace that. That's why they are where they are. You're locked of the week, Alex? I looked at a couple games now that we're talking going over. I'm going to continue what I'm saying. Take San Jose until further notice. San Jose is going to beat Colorado. Really good stuff. Upset pick of the week now for me. It's actually pretty easy, but I'm putting a little asterisk. If Zlatan is not suspended, LA Galaxy is going to beat Portland. We just saw an El Trafico where the limelight that Zlatan soaks in when he's on the field. He wants to win. He wants to beat good teams. Now, I'm an NFL guy, so we I have to bring it back. How many times have you seen the NFL, a really, really average team, or even a really, really good team, plays really, really good and beats a very good competitor, but against the, the, the guys that they should be hammering, kind of they play ha- half at it and uh, get the L. That's what this LA Galaxy team reminds me of. They're going to play the tough opponents great. And they're going to lose some stinkers that they have no business losing. Um, and if Zlatan plays, LA Galaxy is going to be Portland this week. I, I can see you going there now. LA Galaxy, we can saw against LAFC. They continued to play this way, and that was physical, in your face, not allowing free-flowing soccer. They're going to win a lot of games. That was seemed to be the formula to beat LAFC next week. Let's see if they can continue in Portland. Incredible, tough place to play. Turf, Zlatan, you got to think about that when he goes on turf. Now, Portland's a tough game, but I can see why you're going with LA Galaxy. Your upset pick of the week, Alex. Uh, I wasn't sure if it's an upset, but I'm going to take it a road team. I don't like what's going on in Montreal. They're slowly dropping in the East. Therefore, I'm going to take Philadelphia on the road to win in uh, Montreal 2-1. to Good stuff. Now, let's move on to the game to avoid. My game to avoid is very easy. San Jose hosts the Colorado Rapids. Now, you just said you're taking San Jose until further notice. And this is not further notice. Um, Colorado Rapids are bad, real bad. And San Jose is going to win this game easily. It's not going to be fun to watch. Vaco has made San Jose relevant, but this game is not going to be worth watching. For Alex, your game to avoid. We're going to be at it. I say it's Red Bull against Columbus. Columbus is not an attractive... uh, (laughs) There's nothing attractive about Columbus right now. Red Bull at home won't be a sellout. I'm going to say this game, Rebel, uh, Rebel Columbus. The Rebels should win this game easily. I mean, just, just the Columbus fans, man. You guys, you saved your team for this. This is what you saved. Just throw them back. Take them to Austin. Who cares? 
Come on, this is really, really bad soccer being played there. And we'll have a front row seat for it. You'll have a front row seat. I'll have a second row seat. Um, game of the week. Easy for me. LAFC hosts Atlanta. Your game of the week, Alex? Uh, it's got to be the Portland LA Galaxy game. That's going to be great. Zlatan, again, limelight going to a tough place, Portland. And Portland's playing on a buzz, on a high since they went in Seattle. And they have a whole bunch of home games coming. That home crowd is going to be all over Zlatan. This is a game to watch. Absolutely. Now, when we head into our regular predictions, it is worth noting there are two Friday games and the rest are all Saturday. It is a regular MLS week for all intents and purposes. There are League Cup games that no one cares about between Mexico and MLS going on right now and throughout the week. But otherwise, this is kind of just straight out predictions, right, Alex? Yeah. Friday, July 26th, 7.30 at Yankee Stadium. NYCFC hosts Sporting KC. I can't say Yankee Stadium without laughing out loud. NYC has been very good at home. SKC has not been good anywhere. How much is NYCFC going to win by this week, Alex? NYCFC takes their uh, home field to the extreme. They win a lot of games. They take advantage of that smaller Park, you want to call it a soccer it's a so field? F- it's a SoFi field, but okay. We'll go with that. So I say NYC FC is going to win 3-1 to one in this game. 10 o'clock, LAFC hosts Atlanta, my game of the week. This is a, this is a must, must, must watch game. Big test for Atlanta going across the country, LAFC lost a, a LAFC game. LAFC has been untouchable until very recently. I'm, I might say this is almost a must-win for LAFC to get their, their morale back to stop the I mean, slump before it happens. Now, you saw what LA Galaxy did last week. We watched very physical, fouling Collarsville every time he had the ball. Won't let the midfield start running. Is that a formula to stop LAFC's juggernaut? I'm not sure if Atlanta has that kind of defensive prowess, but you know, Bob they've Bradley... Been, they've been very good on, on, on defense so far this year, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say Bob Brad's going to have the boys ready at, at home, a bounce back game. I'm going to take LAFC 3-2 in this game. And now let's move on to Saturday. A lot of late games Saturday. New England Revolution, 7 o'clock, is going to host Orlando FC. How much is New England going to win by? 2 uh, nothing. Again, I'm say take New England every week go further notice. They're on fire since Arena took over. They got the new DP bow scoring already. This team, New England, Bow they're looks, getting... This, this franchise is on the up and up. Absolutely. Dude, ride out New England, keep riding them out to further notice. New England's going to win this game 2-0. They didn't hire Bruce Arena to be average anymore. <laughs> Let me just say that. Um, 7.30, Red Bull host Columbus Group. You know, um, we just talked about Columbus. Uh, typically, this is a tough game. Red Bull always have a tough battle with Columbus, but I don't like what's going on in Columbus at all. Injuries and, you know, the transition from the new coach. Rebel really need the really need the points here. I say Rebel gonna win by two goals. Three to one. Another team that's not playing very well right now, Chicago, is hosting DC United. Uh, this game, I don't know the status of Wayne Rooney. And because of that, I'm gonna take a slight upset. I don't know if it's an upset, but I'm gonna take Chicago to hold one up. I'm sure it will be an upset come odds time because they have not been looking good. FC Dallas hosts RSL. Uh, I would like Dallas at home. You know, they win more often than not, whoever comes into that park. I'm going to take Dallas one nothing. Very nice. Going, staying right in the uh, great state of Texas. Houston Dynamo hosts Seattle Sounders FC. Everyone knows Houston home, they hardly ever lose. It's so weird, the last couple weeks they lost at home and won on the road, which doesn't happen. Now Seattle, who lost at home, who doesn't usually lose at home, comes to Houston. 
Bonavarian was a play here. I'm going to take Houston because they're home one nothing. I'm going to take Houston here too, but I'm going to keep an eye on the odds. And if the odds start being like plus 250 for Seattle, or if you're making more than a dollar on your dollar bet, I for sure am going to put a couple bucks on Seattle if the odds swing as a far underdog in their favor, meaning I'm not going to look to make even money. But if, if this starts going plus 250, plus 300, I'm definitely taking Seattle because it's just been a wacky week for both of these teams. Um, we got to move on. Minnesota United hosts Vancouver. This is almost my lock of the week. I like the way Minnesota's playing now. Vancouver, I don't know what's going on. Minnesota, 2 nothing. Minnesota, one of the picks that we had at the beginning of the season to be one of the best in MLS. Maybe not come to fruition. They're, they're underperforming right now, but we'll look to see that sway this week. Minnesota United with an easy win. Uh, Montreal Impact, 8 p.m. Hosting Philadelphia Union. Yeah, I talked about this game slightly. I'm going to take Philadelphia on the road 2-1. Montreal, uh, Piotti's gone. I think they had a red card in the back with one of their defenders. I don't like what's happening in Montreal. They're dropping in the standings for a reason. Philadelphia's battling for, you know, top seed in the East. Philadelphia's going to win 2-1. A player I often make fun of and call him, like, the poor man's Piotti, Piet, had a great game last season. It just seems like he's just the only one on the pitch sometimes. Not really good stuff there. Um, but we are going to move on to... This could have been the lock of the week, Alex. I have it started, Looking yeah. at this next week, yeah. Toronto FC is hosting FC Cincinnati. Uh, Toronto... They blast, they blast the Red Bulls, and all of a sudden, you know, Houston comes into town. You think they're going to win again. They lose. Toronto lost last week 3-1. to one. Now Cincinnati, last in the East, comes in. I don't see how the doctors sit out the door, Bradley, and Pizuel in this game. They're going to need the points. Charles battling for a playoff spot. Charles should win this game by two goals. I think even if they do sit everyone, they're going to win because FC Cincinnati is really, really bad. Uh, moving on, my snooze of the week, San Jose Earthquakes host Colorado Rapids. Earthquakes are going to win. How much are they going to win by? Uh, they're going to win 3-1. It's the Vaco show till further notice. Keep riding out San Jose till further notice, especially if Colorado's coming down. I think this is to, no brand To be sure, though, Colorado hasn't been playing very bad. They're, no, I, you know, I, I, I watched the game last week against NYCFC. That 16-year-old kid scored a goal, but then he got red-carded. Uh, Tim Howard got hurt in that game. Again, he might not play in this game. He has a calf injury. That's another reason why I'm taking San Jose. But Colorado with Jonathan Lewis, he's, he's walked in. He's played very well for them. Absolutely, they're not the worst team in MLS than yeah. thought they would be. But uh, San Jose is so on fire right now. Uh, I, I You're taking them. Okay. I yeah. will take them too. Um, last game of the week, Portland Timbers host LA Galaxy. I'm not jealous of you making <laughs> having to make this prediction here. I learned my lesson last week. You don't bet against Latan. However, can't do it. However, is is Latan going to be suspended for I elbow? I don't know. This MLS disciplinary you committee. Of, you almost put a hole in the head of the LSD defender with El, El Munir, I think his name was. I saw the indentation. Practice <laughs> is it is really, it really gross. But on video, I don't know how he gets out of this, to be honest with you. But let's not, hey, let's not. Portland's been playing really, really well. All those road games are added away. Their stadiums are renovated. They have a whole bunch of home games coming home. Their fans are going to be going crazy. They just beat their arch rival in Seattle last week, and now Zlatan, even if he comes, is coming into this hostile environment. I'm taking Portland with Zlatan or not. Zlatan loves hostile environments, though. The one thing I do want to point out, and I said this on a pre-recorded episode, that we're going to be filming this weekend. We have some Shark Week specials coming for you. I do not... Yes, it was an intentional elbow. Yes, it was a bad foul. 
But I think you're entering dangerous territory when you say how bad the foul is based on the injury. Because, I, you know, someone could run by and just, you know, barely nick someone's leg and they tear an ACL, they never play soccer again. Are you going to bench that player for their life? Elbows are bad. Maybe it is a card, maybe it's a red card. But there's people like calling, showing the x-rays and saying like, oh, this is really bad, this needs to be dealt with. Maybe, maybe. But should, should it be worse than if he just elbowed someone and they didn't get hurt? Again, we're going to talk optics here. It looks bad. And it's going to look bad for the league if they don't do anything. You can't, you can't, the same time as Latan sells tickets, he sells jerseys, he sells. It's going to you know, look, look bad for them if they red carded him out of last game. How bad would that look? Now the ref missed it. No VAR in the play. Now the league, you know, we have a league disciplinary committee. That's always a, it's a gray area, whether who gets suspended or fined for how long. Falls, you know, that's why this game is a tough call to play. But Portland at home, like I said, is a difficult place to play. Two tough games in a row for LA guys. That's why I'm taking Portland. But again, going back to this Latan thing, he's a star in the league. And a lot of times the history of MLS, they've looked the other way. They beck him. Henri, remember a couple times his teeth shots kicking guys in the back ankles, getting away with stuff. They've looked the other way. Their stars sometimes are a little crossing the line physicality-wise. I'm interested to see what happens this week. All right, good stuff. That is week 21. 21, I can hardly believe it. We are like two-thirds of the way through. Um, it's been great, and part of that is because Sir Alex is here bringing us his hot takes. Alex, thanks for joining us again. Thank you, Bob, for having me. It's I will see being you on Saturday. You got it. Saturday. Coming into town. Can't wait. Have a great week.